Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enabled you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. Hi, Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am just uh, thrilled with Mercury and Retrograde. I'm calling in from the phone today because Skype is completely crazy, so I don't get to have my fancy headset on, and I hope that my cheek doesn't hang up my iPhone because it does that often. So if I bounce off, don't worry, just <laughs> hang out and I'll call back in. Unbelievable. So uh, tonight we we have a lot going on, and uh, we're going to do some housekeeping, and tonight is you and me. We're going to just, no guests tonight, no big fancy topics. We're talking all about second chances today, really getting a chance to um, look at our lives and sort of take an inventory, see what we'd like to um, accomplish. But really, you know, is there, asking yourself this question, the question, is there something that I wish I could have accomplished that I just didn't? Is, is there something that I would like to have a second chance at um, in life? And, you know, life always will bring us a second chance um, at at whatever it is our hearts desire, it may not be the same way and it may not even be in the same form, but we're going to talk a lot about how life can sort of spin around and bring us uh, opportunities and um, bring things back full circle, even if it's years and years apart from, from the first time you tried. So we're going to go into all of that in a little bit. And tonight I am doing readings. So if you'd like to call in, uh, you can call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. And I see a lot of you are already calling in, so that's great. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to talk about, um, you can ask whatever question you want, but if you want to talk about a second chance that you'd like, you know, an opportunity at, I'd love to hear about it. Um, okay, so let's let's get into some housekeeping. We have a lot going on. I can't even tell you. I'm busy. I think I haven't had a day off in about 14 days. I'm, <laughs> my life, what is it, what do they call it, work-life balance is really off, so don't use me as an example. I've been trying to do a lot of things. A lot of times, you know, when you, especially those of you who are entrepreneurs, you know, um, sometimes you just go through stages where you have to sort of bite the bullet and and be a little off kilter and just work really hard to get everything done and then you get some time to uh, to back off. So there's high periods and low periods and I always like to follow the energy of um of the times and this is a time of year when it's high gear. It's a very masculine time of year, the winter. It's um you know, before the birth of the spring where we have the more feminine energy. Um, this is this is a time of, of of hardcore working, you know. It just just is what it is. So, um, one of the other, of course, lovely uh, aspects—I won't say complications—I'll say aspects of our time right now is Mercury's in retrograde. And we talked about that last week, I think, a little bit. Um, we are in retrograde until uh, March seventeenth, and also Saturn is in retrograde, and that's until July. So. <laughs> So, um, so the Saturn thing is not too worrisome. It's just a longer, longer period. It's a little heavy energy. Um, and when I say heavy, it just means that it's not the fun stuff. It's not the bright, shiny 
you know, happy-go-lucky stuff. It's the hardcore stuff. It's the breaking down of bad habits. It's the, um, the, the, you know, letting go of things that are no longer serving you. It's sort of rearranging of relationships. It's reconsidering your career and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really, um, it's kind of a, you know, it's it's a strict time. Let's put it like that. It's a strict time. Um, a lot of patience required, faith is required, things don't, you know, come to fruition as quickly as we might like them. But it's really about building the the uh, good, strong foundations and nice deep deep roots. Um, so Mercury, so that's that's kind of the energetic aspects of things. Um, the other thing, let's see now. What, let's see for classes. We have a new class um, coming up on March 14th, and this one is actually in keeping with our topic tonight, which is called it's called the courage to follow your heart. And I am really excited about that particular class. When I was meditating, I was asking my guides what what next. You know, what is it that, that folks really need to to know more about and it's really this is a time where we have all the energy in place for you to really get uh your you know what you most desire you know a lot more opportunity now than we've ever really had in the past and um especially after the you know the solstice of last year but a lot of people you know it's kind of like you have to be careful what you wish for we get to this this new energy and then it's like oh you mean i have to take action you mean i have to come out of my comfort zone you know <laughs> and um and believe it or not if you if you don't love what you do uh, or do and you're not doing what you love for a living you're really going to start you know if there's no idling there's really it's either you're going backwards or you're going forward so it's going to be a great class we're going to talk a lot about passion purpose um, and if you hear a bell ringing, that's my crazy kid in Paris who has decided that right now during our show is the time to have a kitten attack and run all over the house. So, <laughs> and as I was having all kinds of technical difficulties, I did not get to put him in his room. Oh, boy, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we can get to the first break <laughs> without him self-destructing or tearing up my computer and desk. Um so anyway, this class is going to be really, really fun. Um, I'm excited about it. It starts March 14th, and um, you can, I believe it's uh, on our website, ahamomentink.com slash courage. I will double-check that on the break as well to give, make sure you give you the exact right um, address. But I'm really looking forward to doing that class, and I hope you'll join me with that. So, um, oh, and then the other thing we're doing, is setting up the Telesummit. We have finally found a name. We've got I got artwork done this this weekend, so I'm really excited. Our website will be up next week. All the speaker invitations have gone out, so we'll see who's who and what's what. We'll know more about speakers um, and commitments next week. We have them; they're coming in pretty quickly, which is nice. Um, and uh, we will the, the Telesummit this time is called the Aha Moment. Inc. World Telesummit 2013. So um, we're really going to be talking all about living life from the inside out, living um, intuitively, but really sort of taking the, all of these esoteric topics and really making them into easy-to-apply practical um, tools and tips and teachings that, that can really apply to everyday life. So I'm excited about that. And that, the dates now, the official dates, are April 14th through May 5th. We are going to have, I think, somewhere between 18 and 20 speakers this time. So it's going to be twice the size as it has been um, in the past. But we'll see what everybody's availability is. And um, and like I said, I'm getting a good response so far. So we'll see uh, see who we have and see how the, the powers of D play out with that. But so just mark your calendars, April 14th through May 5th. And um, the website will be up next week, so you can, you know, start registering and making sure you get your spot, and that's that. So, all right, I think that's it for housekeeping. Let's get into our topic for tonight, which is second chances. Second chances. You know, it's interesting. I, I, um, I was working on two TV shows for, for me, for, you know, for all of you, and one of them... Uh, brought up this topic about, you know, I, I I know doing so many readings and I've done thousands of readings over the years and that's, those are like real numbers. Um, so many people talk to me with regrets. They 
They come and they say, you know, I just want to get back to where I was. I want to get back to my old body or back to where I was before the divorce or before the marriage or before this job or before kids or, um, you know, before whatever their milestone was, that before period. I just want to get back to this or back to that. I want to get back to that time when I was confident and I didn't have any fear and, you know, and it's it's a really, I, whenever I hear that, um, I always stop, I always pause because one of the most important things to recognize is that you can never go back anywhere. The energy changes minute by minute, day by day. If you were doing something 10 years ago and you're trying to go backwards to it, it's never going to happen. It just doesn't. You can't rewind. But what you can do is say, I'm ready to go forward. And some of the aspects of what I was feeling in those times that I long for, I would like to have reconfigure in a better way now, in my present moment. And, you know, what? a lot of times, too, also people will say, I want to go back to this time. Or when I say, okay, well, you can't really go backwards, then they say, okay, I want to go forward to it, and it puts it off in the future, which also doesn't exist. And they, we just pass right through our present, right? We just pass right through the present moment. And the present moment is the only thing that exists. So if you're feeling a sense of, and I call this the anatomy of regret, if you're feeling a sense of depression, depression is always linked to living in the past. It's longing for something that's done, longing for a different type of behavior, longing for a person or a situation, um, or you know, ang- being angry with yourself about something that happened in the past. If you're feeling anxiety, okay, that's the other big one. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling restless. You're feeling like you know, that that, that the shallow breathing. It's because it's, it's something, an attachment to something in the future, something that hasn't come yet, an anticipation of something. And so that also is a space that has, it's like a flower that has no roots. It kind of sits up on top of the soil, but if you just even blow on it or fall over, there's, no, there's nothing holding it down, holding it, nothing nourishing it. It's all on the surface. So that's your depression is the past and your anxiety is in the future. Now, your strength, strength and focus is in the present. And that's your roots. That's your deep roots. And that present moment, and, you know, you hear all the, the gurus talk about the Tolle and all the rest of them, we all talk about, you know, staying in the present moment. So, there's you know, there's no way around it, <laughs> you know, regardless of how trite it might sound or cliche or whatever, there's no way around it, but most people find a lot of pain in their present moment or perceived pain. They're perceiving that if I think about now, that means I have to think about the bills I can't pay or the relationship that's not working out or the weight I need to lose or the child that's not behaving the way I would hope or, you know, all these different things. And so they try to pass through the present. They try to latch on to the vision boards, the dreams, what we're going to have in the future. Or a lot of people like to just sort of cuddle up with the negativity of the past, sit and analyze a problem that's unsolvable because it involves somebody who you can't control, and sort of just curl up with this, you know, analysis of, oh, and if I had just done that, and oh, if this could happen, and all of that had happened, and if this one hadn't said that, and if that one hadn't said this, and then we call our friends and we analyze that some more, and and it keeps us in the past. And I'll tell you, sitting in the past being depressed feels very purposeful. It feels justifiable. You know, that person did me wrong. Oh, I, you know, if only that hadn't happened, if only this could have happened, and if that had happened, then this would have happened, and if that didn't happen, that wouldn't have happened. And if only, and if only, and if only. And what happens is we we feel it feels very purposeful. It feels like we're justified to be miserable. That, you know, and then you get your peanut gallery friends who say, well, you know, um, of course you should feel miserable. That divorce, that guy, he's such a jerk, you know, and or that woman, oh, she's a man-eater, you know, all these things. And you go and you analyze it, and, and then you sort of try to analyze how you would change that person if you could change them. And, and it just feels very purposeful, right? It feels very, you know, justified. And what it's really doing, it is sucking the life 
out of any hope of a second chance being able to show up in your physical world because your energy is so off kilter and so focused on something you can do absolutely nothing about. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, consider things that have happened in the past and consider um, how you might have done something differently to a, a healthy extent. There's always, and that's the difference is that would be called reflection, reflecting on something um, in the past and contemplating it in a healthy way to sort of sort out, okay, what do I want to bring forward from this experience that I haven't had, um, you know, that I haven't uh, considered so that I could heal? And what is it that I, um, you know, want to let go? So that's very healthy. But to sit and spin, I call it the spin, because you are afraid or you just don't know of what to do next, that's where it gets unhealthy, and that's where you absolutely truncate your ability to have the universe or the God of your understanding bring you a second chance. So this is why um, you want to really start to focus on, no matter how painful you might perceive the present moment to be, and what you want to you want to try to sit there. And now the present moment may not feel painful. The present moment may feel um, um, confused, right? It may feel overwhelmed, overwhelming, like you have all these things on your to-do list to do. But again, remember, if you're feeling a sense of anxiety, if you look at this pinpoint right this minute, this second right now, are you okay? And that's what I've asked myself when I go into, like, high anxiety and, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, what if this, what if that? Well, if you're asking what if, that's a future thing, even if it's five minutes in the future. And, you know, or you're, or you're flipping around saying, oh, if only I'd stuck with that diet, I, wouldn't, I, I, would, I would have lost the 10 pounds, but that's back in the past. You're still not in the present. The present is actually very quiet. It's very grounded. And there's... You know, even though it might, the present might be the size of a mustard seed, because the actual true present moment is just a tiny microsecond, and then you go to the next microsecond and the next microsecond, you know. So that present second, that present moment is truly, you know, has the capacity to really flourish if you stick with it and you add good energy moment by moment by moment. And it's something that's very, very, very powerful. So when you're thinking about, um, so, so you know, so the first thing, of course, is, is to sort of be able to identify where you're at. Are you in the past? Are you in the future? Are you in the present? The second thing is you don't want to say, how do I get back to something? You want to bring, what you want to say instead is how can I move forward and bring the things that were most um, beneficial to me into my into my now. Okay, so these are some of the characteristics that I'd like to start living right now. And what that does is it sets the stage, it sets the tone for power. It sets the tone for possibility. And it sets the tone for purpose. Okay, power, possibility, and purpose in the present. So you got a lot of P's going on there. That's our, our, our letter for tonight. It's like the Sesame Street letter, right? So um, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, our first break a little early because my cat is about to go crazy. <laughs> I don't want to have anything with Mercury retrograde go any more wrong than it's already been going today. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this whole second chances. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can draw some of these second chances in. How to make sure that you know that you 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 really want what you think you want. And then we're going to start taking your questions for um, for some readings. So you can call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back.
Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. We are back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. Today we're talking all about getting that second chance in your life, getting, being ready to receive all the opportunities that are going to come around more than once in your life. You know, um, Before the break, we were talking a little bit about the anatomy of regret. Now I wanted to talk about how a second chance can, can come back around because a lot of times they do show up and either we're not ready or... Um, we don't recognize them because they may be coming around in another way. So um, one of the ways that you can recognize a second chance is if it blatantly shows up again, you get yet a, you know another opportunity to, to do something that you've always wanted to do, yes. But there's also some times where I, I actually had a, a new gal who I used to dance with. She was one of the dance teachers of my studio. And um, she was from Russia. And so she really, um, she was a great dancer. She did, you know, did a nice job. And she did kind of what you see on Dancing with the Stars where she taught guys how to dance, you know, amateur guys. And she did what they called pro-am, which is uh, professional dancing with an amateur and competing. Basically the same structure as Dancing with the Stars, but it's been around for a lot longer than Dancing with the Stars has. And um, her heart, though, was in ice skating. She always wanted to be a figure skater. But she was also approaching her 30s, late 20s, early 30s, I think she was at the time. And she was really, really feeling a lot of regret around not, you know, pursuing that path of skating. 
So we had a chat about it, and I said, well, what is it that you really want to receive from the skating? I mean, do you want to be, you know, um, a, a figure skater like Christy Yamaguchi, like where you go to the Olympics, you know, which uh, clearly she had, you know, once you're 18 years old, you're kind of almost too old for that. Or, you know, what is it that you, you want from it? Is it just for pleasure? She said, well, I don't, you know, just skating around a rink on a Sunday afternoon isn't enough. But clearly being Christy Yamaguchi isn't realistic. So um, realistic for my age. So I said, well, what if you explore the idea of an amateur level of the sport where you could do, because she's very competitive just because, you know, dancing is a dance sport. You know, she wanted that kind of competitive feeling, that feeling where she's working towards a goal, maybe towards a medal or, or you know, some sort of show where she could really share her talent with the world. So she, you know, so I said, why don't you go to the local rink and see if they have adult classes? And maybe, you know, and as she did, she started to explore. She she saw that there were not just adult classes, but there were also adult um opportunities for for doing, you know, like a an actual solo routine on ice in front of an audience and also competing, you know, at, a, at an amateur adult level. Um, there, And if you look, if, if you have some sort of, you know, athletic or creative aspiration that maybe you lost, you felt like you lost your opportunity because you aged out of it, you know, life happened, you got married, you had kids or you just didn't have the money or you didn't, you know, you hurt your knee and, you know, you couldn't finish your career, whatever the reasons were. If you look, um, pretty much for most things, there's opportunities to um, to capture the essence of that sense of um, what you were trying to accomplish. Now, it may not be the Olympic level, right? But really, is it the Olympics that you wanted or was it that you you desired the sense of, practicing for a goal, the sense of personal best. Person, I call it personal besting yourself, where you you know, you you set a goal and you accomplish that goal and then you, you meet the next goal and you meet the next goal and for your own personal best. Is it creative self expression? I know for me that was a, that's a big deal. Uh, to be able to express yourself creatively and share it not just with you know, in a in a studio by yourself, but with an audience, having that opportunity. Maybe it's um you know, doing a a local drama club or uh, a local, you know, fencing opportunity, you know, fencing, people who like to do fencing, that kind of thing. So so there's all different types, of, there's all different opportunities for adults, especially now more than ever. There's also fantasy camps where you can actually go. I know one great place to um, give yourself the opportunity to maybe experience something that you weren't able to um, finish in the past is the Disney Institute. It's actually an entire institute in Walt Disney World where they have like fantasy opportunities. Um, I know in the past, I'm not sure what they're doing now, but in the past when I was working with clients who were kind of looking for second chances, they had all different types of like fantasy opportunities. You could, you know, go for a day and be like a soap opera star for a day or, you know, I mean, I know people who have gone to actually Radio City Music Hall. They always wanted to be a rockette and at Radio City Music Hall, you can actually go and be a Rockette for the day, and the Rockettes teach you how to do the kick line, you go behind the scenes, and you do the whole thing, and it's like a three- or four-hour day. And you have to have a little dance experience and jazz and tap and things. And then they actually give you like an audition at the end of the uh, the three or four hours. So that type of thing, you know, those kinds of experiences to get that sort of sense of the essence of what you desire um, is 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 one type of opportunity. But then, of course, there's some of the longer-term ones, the bigger ones, the, you know, wanting a second chance at love or a second chance at weight loss, those types of things. And what's really important here is to start to envision yourself as you want to be or as you desire to be right now as opposed to what you used to be or what you missed. And that self-identification is the cornerstone, it's the backbone, it's the foundation of the shift for yourself. It's the foundation. And understand that also, let's say you've been on a diet, you fell off the diet, and you went on another one, you fell Every single time you start that new diet, you start with more education, more knowledge, more wisdom, more experience than you did before. So you also have a heightened potential for success each time that you start. And, you know, our lives, especially in the Western world, especially in the United States, 
I know, yeah, we're an international show, so people listening in from all over the world, but um, especially in the United States, we're very much a, a competitive um, society, and we're very much about befores and afters. We're very, very, we, we, we project, you know, you see it all over TV, you see it all over the tabloids. Oh, here she was before, and now here she is after. You know, here he was, you know, 400 pounds before, and now he's 180 pounds. And it doesn't show you what I call the in-between. It doesn't show you all the stops and starts that happened in between. It doesn't take you through, you know, the morning he didn't want to get up and eat the raw eggs and run the mile. It doesn't show, um, you know, the meltdown she had because, the guy said the wrong thing and she ate the chocolate and, you know, and didn't eat the broccoli kind of thing. It doesn't show the 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 plateau where the weight stayed the same for two weeks, you know. It doesn't show the hard part. It doesn't show the heavy lifting. And so we start to set ourselves up for, I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to set this goal for myself. And it has to go, and if I'm not perfect, and, it, and the results don't come in a straight line like I see in the before and the after picture of people magazine, I then I'm a failure. And that's absolutely not the case. And that sets us up so that um, we can't even receive that opportunity for another shot or the opportunity to finish the one that we're in, right? So it's important to envision the version of yourself that you, you desire to be right now and also, one of the other distinctions, and I want to start taking some of your calls, uh, one of the other distinctions is, let's say you have, you're a size 14 and you want to be a size 6. And you think, oh, I just, if only it could be a size 6, if only it could be a size 6. Well, one of the things I thought, it was just kind of an interesting twist on thought, because when you can sort of shift your thoughts and your perception of things, your whole world can physically change. And I, one of the things I thought to myself was, well, if you're a size 14 and you want to be a size 6, there's a part of you that already is a size 6. She's just got a few more sizes above the size 6 on top of the size 6, but the size 6 in you already exists. But you don't have to acquire the size 6. That's already there. What you want to do is say, I'm willing to release the version of me that's larger than the size 6. I'm willing to release the extra. But I'm all so I can be who I truly am. And it's an interesting, you know, for some of you you'll get it, some of you say, Oh Mari, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> but if you really put your you really think about it, or feel your way around it, you realize that pretty much everything you desire is already there. It just has to be uncovered as opposed to acquired. So play with that. Think about that. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and get started. If you'd like to call in, um, the number is 347-215-9485. And why don't we start with Camille in California. Hi, Camille. How are you? Michael. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thank you. That's great. Well, how can I help you tonight? Okay. So um, we are talking, um, I'd like to ask you, what sort of energy or vibrations do you feel about me launching finally my own coaching, mentoring practice in 2013? Well, it's interesting that you say finally because it feels like kind of a double-handed compliment for yourself. And that tells me that the vibration around it is kind of heavy-handed for you. So you say finally, like, I, I've been pushing myself or, you know, I should have done this sooner or, and, and when you go into the energy, when you have a, that kind of energy swirling around something wonderful and new like that, what it does is it puts a lot of pressure on um, how quickly, you know, you're going to get people and all that kind of stuff. It puts a, a sort of like this overlay of heaviness, overlay of pressure. So what I would what I'm feeling, first of all, is that you're hard on yourself. You're a perfectionist. Um, you want it to be successful, like like what we were just talking about, in kind of like a straight line. And I would just caution you that um, to, to kind of ease up on yourself a little bit, not so much easing up on yourself on the task of taking action because you're good at that. You know, you've really, really stepped up, and it feels like you've really stepped into um, a conviction and a commitment 
with yourself to, to see this through. Um, I would just say I wouldn't let it be – if you could think of it with a blank slate instead of comparing it to maybe timing-wise, you maybe should have, you know, in your own head, maybe, I, oh, I should have done this before. Oh, if I don't, you know, or if, if things get a little um, tight, which they always do in businesses, you know, you have your ups and your downs, you say, well, oh, if only I had started that three years ago. Now, yeah. No, I would, I would give yourself a nice, clean slate and ask for a sense of lightness around it. And each day, just asking, you know, what contribution can I be to my, my clients and who out there could really benefit from the contributions that I have to make. And that will spin the energy in a nice, even way. And you'll be able to get a little bit more of that straight line um, success that you're hoping for. If you if you put a lot of pressure on yourself or you're too hard on yourself, um, it can shut that energy down. And especially when you're dealing with human capital as your as your 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 product, meaning you know you're dealing with other people and their free will and their choice about whether they're going to buy your services or not or listen to your advice or not. Um, you have to be very very confident and very clear in your own intentions because people you know have free will. They can go in whatever direction they truly desire. But as far as your success, I still think you're going to be super successful at it. Does that help? Mm. Yes, it does. Thank you very much. That really um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that is well, me. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. And, and and like I said, what I would I would highly suggest is that you you know when you're dealing with coaching and you're dealing with people, um, just always know that you, you can't control outcomes the way that you know if you're dealing with an, an inanimate pro, you know product. You know. Right. So you just want to be very very confident in you and what you have to offer and what your intentions are in the offering. And just and just believe in yourself. That would be the the big words of wisdom for the for tonight, to believe in yourself. It feels like you're gonna have a lot of great success success though. Oh great. Oh. All right. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Have a great night. Good luck to you. You too. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So um if you'd like to call in it's two four seven no, no, it isn't. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. I see people calling in. I know we have some more people um, waiting on the line. I just, um, but I want to give our next caller our just due. So what I'm going to do is go ahead, take our break just a minute early, Sam, and then when we come back, we'll take some more calls. We'll finish up our content for tonight. We'll see what else everybody has to say. So if you're waiting to get your question answered, hang on the line. We're just going to take a quick break. Uh, number three four seven two one five nine four eight five. I'm Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? 
Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hello, you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and today we're talking all about getting that second chance, being open to receive second chances in your world. And you know what? They're right there. They're absolutely there for you. We always get them. It's just life has a way of coming full circle. It always does. It may look a little different than what you originally thought, but most of the time it's better. And um, And I'm not just talking about, you know, if you didn't learn the lesson, you know, the lesson's going to come back at you. I'm talking about opportunities, opportunities for things that you really, really desire. Um, and it's very interesting how, if you look, uh, how how the perception of certain things in one portion of your life can be very different when you go at them again. A lot of times we think, oh, I really, really want to, I was so happy when I was doing that. And then, you know, 10 years pass and we try, we fight and fight and fight. We go to grab that opportunity again and when you get into that activity, you realize, well, you know, it doesn't have the same feel to it anymore. I'm kind of, maybe I've outgrown it, you know. I just didn't want it after all. I wanted something else. You know, other times we get that 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 second chance, and it's it's just better than we could ever imagine. And we realize that the wisdom and the knowledge and the experience that we have now, that we didn't have when we had it as a first chance, um, really makes it all, all that you know, much more juicy as we experience it that second that second time. A lot of people who get married the second time say that. You know, they just come at it from a totally different point of view, totally different levels of expectation, and, and it actually works out a lot better. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take another caller, and let's see uh, who we have now. How about Carol in Virginia? Hi, Carol. Are you still there? Hello. How Hi. are you? I'm pretty well. Um, how are you? I'm good. good. How can I help you tonight? Well, um, let's see. I spoke with you last month sometime, and uh-huh. you told me to journal in the mornings early, Yeah, uh, which I've been doing, um, and it's very interesting. But I'm still stuck. I, st- I have these ginormous aspirations when you talk about second chances, and I feel like I need. A, I feel like almost every day I wake up, it's like I need a second chance today because yesterday I didn't. I didn't pull out. Pull out of. You know, just pull out of the thing that's been keeping me stuck for so long. Um, and I like what you've been saying tonight about you know regrets because that can even apply to yesterday, um, let alone you know, um, however many years ago, but. 
I'm just looking for any additional insights because I really need to change my patterns. I know I have a lot of fear around what my aspirations are because it's, you know, Don Quixote-like aspirations. But I feel like I'm really called to do it. So I'm looking for help. Um, well, I don't... Well, here, here's the thing. One one thing is if you are incongruent with what it is you desire, you can't accomplish it. And what you just did was you what you just described, you described... The picture I got as you were describing what, you know, as you were speaking, was someone who, even in telling your story, has a foot on the gas pedal and a foot on the brake. Right. You're saying, my aspirations are way too big for me to accomplish. This Don Quixote. And I regret yesterday not accomplishing them. Can you win? I don't know. I just feel like I have to, and I'll, I just I need to get off of whatever this thing is I'm on. But but see, but the whole thing is is, is really how you're perceiving it, and how you're I, what what has to happen is you have to have both feet in one lane. You have one foot on one side of the lane and one foot on the other side of the lane. Uh-huh. And what what you really need to do is start to scale. What it is, so why don't we just talk a little bit more specifically about what is it that you're trying to accomplish that you feel um, is is so ginormous and, you know, that you're beating yourself up on a daily basis because you didn't get to do this ginormous thing within one day. Okay. Um, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of, my aspirations are to change the conversation so um, you know, to, to write, communicate, do programs, whatever, that bring awareness to the the, the situation that animals are in on the earth, um, farmed animals, other animals, and to elevate, you know, to try to raise consciousness so that, so that people aren't just thinking about humanity this, humanity that, but thinking about, you know, what we're doing to the animals and what we could be doing differently for the animals in the earth and just raising consciousness, opening hearts to say, Oh yeah, this matters. This is my brother or my sister of another species, etc. And you know, the, the, what's going on with animals—that's what's so ginormous. It's like the Holocaust times a hundred thousand. Um, so it, that's why it's really big, and I get overwhelmed and sad and stuff. So, what is it that you're trying to contribute to the cause? Well, I figure I have a sense, an awareness. I have an awareness about our unity with animals, and and a heart that connects with animals and and appreciates every living thing. So I figure I I feel I have a, a point of view and an understanding. And, and when I allow myself to communicate with others from my heart, I'm usually pretty effective. I just am overwhelmed at how to start. But what are you trying to accomplish? I want to accomplish raising consciousness so that you know I can okay, be so part of the solution. Okay, and what does raising consciousness mean to you in a concrete way? Like, what what does it that mean? It means that that, that, that I communicate with human beings, and they go, "Oh shit, I am really, you know, what I do, I'm really doing harm, and I didn't realize it, and I think I could do it differently. I could be part of the solution, or at least now I know." Okay, so here lies the issue: to change people's thoughts on a global level happens one person at a time. Right. And it also there also needs to be a concrete action. You are going at something so ambiguous to say everybody on the planet needs to be conscious of animals and have compassion for animals and everybody on the planet needs to think, be as concerned about this cause as me. And when I know that, then I'm successful. Is that possible? And... and is it realistic? Is it is it really a concrete goal that you can accomplish? I'm not saying you can't raise consciousness about the animals. I personally am an animal activist. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm very much behind, you know, helping shelter animals and all that type of thing. But I think what you have to do is sort of pick a project and give yourself something that has a concrete parameter. You know, I'm going, like, when I did, when the Hurricane Sandy happened and, you know, everybody's worried about you know, humans having blankets, and I was like, well, there's a lot of animals that have been displaced. I'm going to run a promotion where I do reading and give, 
you know, 50% of the readings to the specific animal shelter that has specific programs that I've been aware of for many years, I'm going to make that contribution. Can I save every single animal in New Jersey? Can I stop every single, you know, shelter animal from getting, going to the gas chamber? No, I, I can't. But can I take a project and have an influence and a positive, you know, spin so that it puts resonant energy into the planet in that direction? Yes. So it was something that you can get your head around that has a beginning, a middle, and an end so you can feel a sense of accomplishment. To keep it so esoteric with absolutely no practical structure to it is what is sabotaging you. And then to beat yourself up that you haven't changed the whole world's mindset on animals, it's, it's, it's not realistic. So what I would suggest, and this is, you know, a radio show and not a full, you know, <laughs> counseling practice, but what I would suggest is that you pick a project and then focus your energy and all of that love you have for that project and understand, okay, this is something else, and this is for everybody because I know a lot of people out there have similar feelings. And I actually used to think so big that it was not something that I could accomplish, but it wasn't that I wasn't accomplishing anything. It's that the big masses always start with one heart at a time. And taking, helping one person counts. Helping one animal counts. Also know, and you may not like to hear this, but it's cosmic, you know, it's universal truth. Humans are, are come in with a very powerful thing called free will. And they have a right and freedom to think however they want. So you have a absolute free will and a right to believe in what you believe in about animals and other people have the right and the free will maybe not to agree with that. So if you want to raise consciousness on something, I highly suggest, especially with you know your your feeling so stuff and, and you have that, that very intense passion, that you apply that passion to something that has a bit of structure to it, maybe adopting one shelter or one, you know, the the lions or the extinct you know, about to be extinct hippopotamuses or the dolphins or whatever it is that you feel the most priority for and channel your your energy into that because that's where you're going to make the difference one animal at a time. And that will then add up. And then you can have the program that draws more attention. But to think that you're going to change 100% consciousness and 100% of the people who may not think like you do and that your thought is the only thought, the way, you know, the right way versus all the other potential ways is setting yourself up for the level of frustration that you've been going through. So basically, I would, you know, not beat yourself up because, you know, the global landscape hasn't completely changed. Understand that, you know, we all, you know, who doesn't want to be a legend? You know, you want to feel like you made such a contribution that the world takes note. But most legends don't know their legends until they're dead. I mean, you know, I'm sure Einstein, as he was living, wasn't saying, you know, I'm a legend. You know, Edison was, I'm a legend. You know, Oprah's not walking around, I'm a legend. When she dies, you know, Michael Jackson, I'm sure. Yes, I'm well-known, but my life is tortured. Now he's a legend, you know. So live your life, but pick your project and put all that heart in. You have so much heart and so much energy if you can just scale it. And, and don't be afraid to focus one animal at a time. You will make a huge impact, one being at a time. Okay, so I hope that helps a bit. Actually, it helps enormously. Thank you very much. Oh, it you're does. so welcome. You're Thank so you. welcome. Just don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing, you're doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, so you know what I love what I love about members of our AHA Moments community is the passion. The passion that you guys that we all have. I know I have it. And that's why I started AHA Moments Inc. And what Carol was saying, you know, about wanting to raise consciousness, I know um I speak to her uh with with conviction because I was like that too. I wanted to just change get the whole world tool in intuition. You know, and I didn't want to deal with individuals. I wanted the big audiences with it that can make a big impact. What I realized over time was that one person at a time, one person at a time. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm in a private, you know, going to be in private practice and 
you know, be coaching one person. I thought I, I am meant to do, you know, audience level things and like the telephones and all this was reaching millions of people and whatnot. But when it came to feeling a sense of contribution um, and hearing, you know, as we go moment by moment, we hear, and I hear clients I work with and, and, and folks that we talk to either on the show or live events or just in general, we, they have that little moment where they say, huh, that aha moment, you know. That makes a contribution not just to them as a person, but to the resonant energy of all of mankind because we're all interconnected. So if you feel infinite in making a global change in consciousness because you're thinking, okay, I have to be Bono or I have to be you know, Obama or whoever politician that you like <laughs> or I have to be, you know, Florence Nightingale. You don't. Just helping one animal, helping one person, helping one child, looking in the eyes of one elderly person can set forward a resonant energy, just watching that small child when you actually pay attention. I do this in the grocery store. But, you know, sometimes moms are really preoccupied, right? You know, like wrestling with a couple of kids or trying to deal with the kid in the shopping cart, the shopping list, the cell phone or the texting and that. And the kid is just sort of sitting there like, oh, God, you know. <laughs> and and they smile at me and they look at me. And, you know, kids, they, you know, kids get a fair amount of attention, but I always look right in their eyes. And I always say, just telepathically, I see you. And they brighten up. And they look, and they look around their mother's, you know, stomach, because, you know, they're at her waist level because they're sitting in the car. And they look around her, and they look at me, and they wave. And it could be, it could be a nine-month-old child. It could be a three- or four-year-old child. But that recognition, just being willing to look someone in the eyes, no matter how old or how young, and recognize it. And you don't even have to say it out loud. You can say it telepathically. You can say it with your heart. You can send energy that way. You are making a difference because people just want to be seen. They really do. And the animals as well. I look right in my animals' eyes. Like I was saying to my, my, I have three cats. I have parrots. I have chai chai latte after my favorite drink. Love them. And I have Tinkle Bell. And I looked, I was funny, I was talking to Paris, and I said, you know, I, how lucky am I that God gave me the job of being your guardian for this lifetime? How honored am I to have been given the assignment to help you enjoy your world, your life in this world this time around? And that kitten just looked at me, and he just received it. I mean, he just, it was like a moment where he just, it was it was like, he had like human characteristics, or he might say I had cat characteristics, who knows, but you know, respect the species, you know, respect the beingness of everything, whether it's the trees or the plants or the animals or the other people. And you'll see an amazing, amazing shift in the world and the capacity of change to inspire change is so huge when you do it one, you know, one energy, one being, you know, at a time. It all does really add up. And and when you have that resonant energy, the opportunities to come that can come back to you, the opportunities that come can come forward to you, I should say, are just endless. And you can always attract another another chance, another opportunity. So if you like this topic, I would love for you to join our class, um, the 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 courage to follow your heart. And I did over the break find my my assistant had sent me the the link. Um, it's ahamomentsinc.com slash follow your heart. Ahamomentsinc.com slash follow your heart. And that that class is going to be all about this this topic, finding the passion, the purpose, and really making it you know in bite sized chunks so you can actually accomplish what you're setting out to do and, and live um, with a lot more joy, a lot more joy. So, with all of that being said, we are at the end of our Aha Moments radio show. I can't believe it. It always goes so fast, and it's always my favorite time of the week. Absolutely, my hands down, my most favorite hour of the entire week. So, I thank you for letting me do what I love to do. It's, it's a wonderful way to be. And uh, as I say, at the end of every show, you truly can have exactly what you want, 
you absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. So thanks for putting up with the technology stuff. Hopefully next week I'll have a little bit kinder Mercury retrograde. And have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Take care. Good night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.